Let's talk about Silicon Valley Bank first. Okay. Okay. Have you been following along with this at all? Yeah. I've been okay. doing some I mean, I feel like on. everyone, even if they were not trying, have been hearing about it. And You've seen it on TikTok or yeah. Instagram at least once. Uh, yeah. It's just everywhere. Um, but that is because it's the biggest bank failure since 2008. So yeah. Um, what, the second largest bank failure yeah. um, in history? Mm-hmm. So pretty much what happened was, and I'm going to try to explain this, but I also just kind of like took in a lot of information about it yesterday. Yeah. So bear with me. Same. But so pretty much the total amount of losses that they had versus their equity was over 100%, which is not really possible. That means that they're in the red. So yeah. I think the number was around 104%. And all this information came from Camille. I was on the phone with him yesterday. He was just briefing me because I was like, I'm talking about this tomorrow on the pod. I really want to know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So um, normally, like, the banks shoot for, like, under 50% of, like, um, liability to equity ratio. But SVB was at 104%. So, like, that's really not good um and so like a lot of their the reason this happened is because they were invested in a lot of mortgage-backed securities and so those have expirations on them so like maturity time so like when you buy it you know you got to hold it for x amount of time yeah so when interest rates are up bond rates are down um but when interest rates are down or what did I say? When interest rates are up, bond rates are down. Correct. Yeah. So they bought them when the when the interest rates were really down and the bond rates were really high. So like this is great, great returns. But then with all the hikes and stuff, it's reversed. So this is this is their investment, right? And it just went down because of the rate changes and stuff like that. So they're locked into this and they're just at a huge loss. And the total equity of the company is fifteen billion, which is made up of like shareholders, you know preferred stock, common stock, all of that. So if they were to like sell everything, they would have $15 billion. So pretty much what they did was they sold all of their securities that were available for sale. Um, and they still came up short to how much money they needed to like not be flipped upside down. If that makes sense. Yeah. So like for them to not be in debt after selling everything, they still needed like $3 billion in funding so that's where the FDIC came in. Yeah. They're like, all right, you guys are insolvent. And then they, whatever they come in, yeah. kick everyone out. And for you, for those who don't know, um, it was associated a lot with tech startups. Yeah. And so usually tech startups have more than 250 K in their bank. And so that was a big problem for a lot of those companies because I was doing some research and it's kind of like a ripple effect. If the company can't take out money, they can't pay their employees and then they can't pay, you know, any invoices they may have. And it kind of just has this giant ripple effect amongst many different levels of, um, workers. So that was another thing too. It not only affects the company, but all the employees, anyone else that's associated with the company. And well, like you were saying, FDIC covers 250 grand, but this is what was different. The FDIC came in and said, we will insure 100% of all funds for depositors. Um, so this is a very special case. And so that was, I mean, this happened Friday and then Monday, the funds were available. Um, so it's like, where did the, you know, the FDIC was like 250K. Now it's like, all right, everything. Yeah. 
and now what the Fed's offering to all banks is, was it 25%? They were offering, what they're offering to banks is, there's 100%. But pretty much what happens usually, like if the Fed bails out a bank, it'll happen overnight and the money will be there the next day. Like they'll, they'll fix everything and like pay it off overnight. So, but what the Fed's doing now is they're doing that over the course of a year instead of one night. So banks that... Do you know why that is? I don't. Okay. Um, Camille told me he'd have more information tomorrow on all this. So gotcha. this is still kind of fresh information for me. And for those who don't know Camille, why should he be a trusted source to everyone? Because, well, he's taking... Well, he, obviously he's in college. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, his finance professor um, worked for the Fed in gotcha. 08 when the other banks crashed. Mm-hmm. So he has um, a lot of good value, great insights. experience. Yeah. He also worked at Goldman Sachs, very reputable source. Wow. So that's where this information is coming from. And that's why I trust this information. So um, nice. to continue on that, pretty much the banks are offering or the feds offering banks. So let, let's say a bank buys a hundred billion dollars worth of bonds. And that's how much they bought it for. But let's say the bonds now it's only worth ninety billion. The banks will will give or the Fed will give the banks twenty five percent of that hundred billion okay. in cash to use. Gotcha. Or it's like twenty five billion around there for each bank, yeah. whatever. Um, which is crazy because like that's it's just this is just such a special case to like keep our and it's that's a lot of money banking system like afloat. Yeah, and it's just like it's just flooding the market with money, which is. You can look at it a lot of different ways, but in like Camille and I were talking, like he was like, in my opinion, it's more of a bad thing, yeah, just because it's just like so much money, yeah, and it's just like numbers on a screen. So yeah. like, let's jump into like our thoughts and opinions on this because like we've yeah. never really lived through something like this, especially in the workforce. Mm-hmm. So, like my main thought and opinion is, like, where like where's all these numbers and money coming from? Like, it just all seems fake to me at this point. Like, yeah. Fake money. Someone, you know, yeah, like, someone wasn't <clears throat> able to read numbers, I feel like. And yeah, it's just kind of crazy to me too because I've seen a couple of TikToks um, of people who are like, you know, I've tried to go to banks and take out money and they say that they can't take out that money. They'll like want to do like 250K. Like I saw this one dude who uh, went to his local bank and was like, I need to pull out cash. And he thought that 250K wasn't a ton of money to him, but the bank could only give him like 30 K at a time. And he had to go to multiple banks throughout the day. Yeah. And so that's where it comes in is like, he didn't know if they actually had that money and where that money was at. Like if it's just like in the bank, you know, and if it's like, actually like, can he like actually take all that out? And does he feel like it's safe in there? And so I just thought that was interesting too. Cause like what you said, is it real? Like, is it fake? Like, well, what's going on? Well, it, when I said fake, I, I just mean like all that money they're giving to the banks right now for like real, like to have cash. It's just like where's that money coming from? Yeah, like, I mean, it's just adding to our debt. I know, like our you know U.S. debt. Yeah, and it's also like yeah, for people that don't really know how banks work, like people just think all right, my money is in the bank, but it's like yeah. not because the, the bank takes your money and makes more money with it, pays you point one percent interest. So like they don't have money usually. Yeah. So like if you take anything over, if you take out money over 10K, you have to call like a week in advance so they have that money ready for you. Yeah. 
because like they don't have that money. If yeah, that makes sense. So it's like yeah, I know it makes sense now. Yeah, um, a lot of people were freaking out because like a lot of people didn't really know that's how banks worked, um, which is interesting. So that's why you buy like physical assets. I know. I was going to get into that too because I think I don't know. As any. you get older. At least for me, I've gotten more into personal finance this past year, and I'm starting to understand why it's not good to just keep money in the bank. Well, yeah, because it's like money in the bank doesn't do anything for you. Like, you got to use money to make money. You got to use money to have fun. You got to use money to live. Like, yeah, you got to get those assets up to the point where it's just paying for everything, you know? 100%. And I think a big thing is like momentum. So, like, you Mm got to, you're, you got to have a cycle. Like, you got to be making money and spending money. Yeah. And it's just like the cycle gets bigger. Granted, yeah. you make more, you spend more, but hopefully those, um, like hopefully the, what am I trying to say? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like hopefully the discrepancies get smaller on the spending side yeah. while your income is still growing. Well, and I think, yeah, that's the thing too, is like, I, I just recently started investing and, um, you know, investing into assets and things like that. And it's like some of my friends are like, oh, Char's yeah, going to be a trader. I have no, uh, I have, I have some friends that are like, yeah, I've, I got a good amount of money saved up and all these things. And I personally don't save a ton of money every month. Yeah. So I kind of just, you know, invest in what I need to invest in. And obviously we have our thing and, you know, I think over time it'll benefit us in the long run. And there'll still be people that are just like, I'm just saving Every month, you know, and it's like, well, put that money into assets, you know. What baffles me right now is, granted, like, there's so much scarcity in the market. Like, the fear and greed meter is probably, probably like, 90% fear right now. Mm -hmm. And that's the best time to invest um, historically and just, like, just from history. Yeah. Because it's like, if you have 50 grand saved in the bank right now and you're not, like, buying a house tomorrow and you're not, like, you don't have anywhere to do that, it's like... yeah. Don't go oh, put that in one stock, obviously, or one bond yeah, no. or, one, you know, whatever, yeah. wherever you're going to put it. But like, even putting 20K of that in literally just the S&P, like in five years, that 20K is going to be worth, I don't know. It's just like, it's a no brainer to me. Do you invest in the S&P at all? Uh, I, I invest in uh, Spy G. Nice. So it's the growth fund. Gotcha. There's a management fee, which is like 0.03% of like whatever. So it's kind yeah. of like, I have to pay for that. Yeah when I sell it. Gotcha. But it's so minuscule that yeah. it doesn't really affect it at all. But yeah, that's a great one. Um, yeah. Let's take a little bit of a pivot here to talking about chat GPC four. Charlie's yeah. pivoting. I'm pivoting. Taking over Blake's role. Yeah. Just got to do a little pivot action. Yeah, pivot um, action. Basketball player. You so, know. uh, yeah. Pivoting was huge in basketball. <laughs> really. Um, GPT four got announced. Yes. Yeah, and so- we're, I believe we're able to use it now. Have you? Oh, I actually it? haven't even looked at it. it came out yesterday, but I haven't like done a deep dive and like actually looked at it. Yeah, I probably will today at some point. But pretty much the first version was just text to text info. Yeah. So like it would react to text that you give it. Mm-hmm. But now ChatGPT four is going to be a hundred times more powerful, and it's also going to be text to text, video and audio. Mm-hmm. So if you send it a video, it can interact with the video. Like there was a there was a photo. Like with the intro video, I don't know if you saw, but it was like a saw, photo yeah. of like a ball on like a balance yeah, beam. Yeah, and it and said what like, would happen to the ball if it were to hit the, the balance beam. And Yeah, and I was like, and it was the, ball able to, will, the ball will fly up and the yeah. cup will drop, you know, like it'll it's just, do that. It's crazy because um, I saw another thing too where it's like it showed a picture of ingredients and it's like, what food can you make with these ingredients? And it showed a whole meal and how to cook That's it. That's crazy. And I was like, 
that would be so beneficial to me right now, especially yeah. being an 18 year old living on my own. Like, you know, those things I just think are so cool too. And the fact that it's developing, it's programming and coding and things like that too. The amount that it can produce now is like up to 25,000 or something. Um, just kind of 25,000 words. Yeah, yeah. Some crazy stat like that. And it, it's yeah. cool. It's cool how they're progressing, you know? And I, I think a lot of people might see it as a threat, but I think where some people will get ahead of the game is using it to their advantage within their business. Yeah. A lot of people were like, I saw something that was like, Instagram's not going to be around in three years because everything's going to be AI generated. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really know. I don't like speculating. It just wastes a lot of time gonna, and energy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, don't ride. I don't really care what happens. I'll Let it happen. Out. You know, we can't control <clears throat> it too much. But yeah, I'm interested to see like, because like, is it going to be able to like make videos? I, I, I know that so. I know that it can make photos. Yeah, yeah. You can basically say like, "I want a monkey riding a dragon," and yeah, it'll yeah. it'll show you a picture of it. Oh, that's and then because I've I, even before GPT four, it was doing that. Like yeah, I, you, you could have different before. things like that. So yeah, what was crazy to me too? Um, I know that they've had this for a while too, but my my roommate has gotten interested in day trading. You know. And they have like tell AI, them good luck. Yeah, I know, right? And they have AI bots for it now that tell you when to buy and sell. I always thought that was super cool. Yeah, I feel like it's a bit of a cheat code in a sense, but I, I, I'm not. I've never even dabbled into day trading, so I don't know if that's a real thing or anything like that. Yeah, there's there's always been bots beforehand. Yeah, um, like people had bots that would like make trades, sell trades. Have you ever tried that when on your day trading experience? I, I mean, aside from like placing an order, no. Yeah. Um, because, like, obviously, like, a lot of them are, like, technical analysis bots. So, like, you give it a chart, and it, like, gives you bullet points, talks, you know, like all that yeah, stuff. Totally. But it's not, like, buy it here, sell it here, this is what, you know? Yeah. And I think it's a lot more um, specific now and a lot more detailed. Yeah. Um, which is kind of weird. And I'm like, is this too good to be true? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, obviously, like, no one can predict anything, but I think the AI can read charts a lot better than a human can. Well, the fact that it can read pictures now, too, well, yeah. so well, I feel like, you know, you can definitely dabble into some certain industries and be like, how can I use ChatGPT4 to my yeah. advantage within whatever I'm trying to 100%. do? 100%. Because, like, humans can read technical analysis all they want on a yeah. chart. But like, there's probably things that we miss, just like human human error. Human, yeah. Um, that I think AI bots can like seriously dive into a chart and so or crazy. a stock and be like, "This is what it's gonna do because of this." Probably because you know, like, yeah, a lot better estimates of gotcha. what the stock's gonna do if that makes sense. Yeah. So I haven't tried that or even like asked it anything. I'm yeah. curious to see. Maybe I'll check that out today. Um, but I, yeah, I gotta see and see. I think it, I think it's so like free. <sighs> Right, I believe so. Yeah, I, I I think they have paid versions though. Yeah, I think yeah. they do as well. I mean, but I even like the even the version that we use, well, you use the different one, but like well, the main chat. Mine, mine's free. just so messed up right now. I have so many different accounts because I was trying to use the free <laughs> versions. But yeah, it's crazy what it can do. Yeah, hundred so. percent. We're pivoting again. We're or? pivoting again. Yep, yep. March Madness, right? Yes. What's your? When did you know, that start? I, you want me to? You did that start me? already? No. I that sort. Hold on. I don't think it's started yet. I know brackets have to be locked in by tomorrow, I believe. But man, Yeah, did you do your bracket char? I did do We're my doing bracket. We're doing an office bracket. Who do you have winning it all? Uh Baylor this year. Baylor? Yeah, well. Really? 
Also, what oh, it was... starts today. Today, right? I think so. The reason I did Texas is because I had uh, North I, Carolina. I last played year. against one of the uh, freshmen on. Oh really? Texas, and so I'm like, I kind of want to. I don't know. Yeah. When I state tournament <laughs> in Oregon, I had North Carolina winning last year, and I they almost got it, but I. I did. Yeah. But my other my other bracket like the other parts of my bracket just sucked ass. Yeah. I I don't watch a ton of sports, but when it comes down to March Madness, I just love watching basketball like so much. I watch a lot of the NBA like Portland Trailblazer games, but um, when it comes to March Madness, man, we'll have to turn the games so on addicting. in the office. Is, it, is there a lot of is there a lot of daytime games or no? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because I remember time, I yeah. remember in uh, like middle school when you'd sit down at like lunch, they'd. <laughs> yeah they they would have we'd like sit in the cafeteria which would also be like the auditorium or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. um just like where we would do like assemblies and shit like that and oh so you went you were you guys were broke you didn't have two separate oh uh, we I, dude i don't even remember man that <laughs> felt so long ago but they had a giant project projector screen they put uh march madison on uh the screen at lunch was and you'd just be watching with your buddies so fun can't relate because I just wasn't a sports guy, but I, I am starting to like sports a lot more. It's like fine wine. It, like it's it just, growing on me, you know? It, well, it just has to come to you, too. Like, you just, yeah. you get interested o- over time with it, I think. Like I watched and, so much football this season. Yeah. Like, I never really, but like every, I watch like almost every game. I yeah. Don't know why. I, I watch it more so when I go it. to my parents' house because they just always have sports on. So, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll tune into March Madness a lot more this year. Yeah. Honestly, because, you know, I got a bracket going. Yeah, so, we I'm got, like, we got more, a bracket going. Just Blake made us do it. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Blake, Blake's ready to lose 50 bucks. Were we each yeah. putting in 50? Oh, we are? Yeah, do you nice. not read the text? What? No, yeah. I did read the text. I just... <laughs> Last year, we didn't even, like... Uh, with, like, all the agents, like, we... It finished, and, like, someone won, but, like, we never did it. Dude. This year, we're doing it, though. Yeah. Dude, it always... There's always something important that happens when I'm on a date, dude. I was... When we were texting about that, I was on a date with Liv, and it was just, like... I was, like... Oh. Of course, something important's happening right now between the work group chat, and I'm just trying to, you know, <laughs> you know, wow, Char Caldwell, because I was like, can't even, can't even fill out his bracket because he's with a female. Jeez, <laughs> Blake's just like <laughs> Charlie will learn. He'll learn. I'll learn whatever that means. But anyways, yeah, you got who did you say? Texas, Texas, Lamar Washington. Yeah, I got Baylor. Winning. Amazing freshman player. So that's who you played against. I played against him in middle school. Nice. That's so cool. Yeah, it's cool to see like some of the guys you've you've played against going to the next level. You know, because a couple of my teammates like oh, 100 percent went to uh, um, D one schools, and it's like that's cool so to cool. see them on TV. Yeah, like, playing, and I'm like rooting for them. You know. So that was kind of cool. I played on a clip Charles team. Like, I, I played on a clip, clip team. With, <laughs> um, I don't know. Jack, you remember Jack Payne from Hawaii? Mm-hmm. I, I played with him uh, through EBC. Where's he going? He, he goes to Colorado. I think Colorado is State. Good, is that a good? They're, they're a good team. Yeah. And so he's, nice. he'll probably be amazing this year. So. Crazy. I wonder where Liam Campbell's going to go. I don't know, man. Do you know much about him? Not really. He's just like Hawaii's like best player. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see March Madness. We'll keep it updated. Maybe every week on the pod till it's over, we'll update our what our brackets are at, what we're looking yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> who's in the lead? Yeah, 
It's yeah. so it's so fun. Yeah, I, I have no I idea it. really what I'm doing, but I love it. I don't either. I'm like, I, I, I see green college ball <laughs> right now. So I just, oh. yeah, so. it'll be fun though. Yeah, so it'll be great. It's a great pod. Great Lots pod. happening. Great. Banks are failing. Amazing. Um, basketball's good though. Basketball's still, so. good. ChatGPT's better, and yep. banks are even worse. So yeah. we will see you guys next week. Yes, we'll see Peace you then. Out, pod.